He says, my grandfather lost his wife 12 years ago, and he remarried a wonderful woman. And this woman moved to Baltimore together with my grandfather. And Friday night, before Shabbos, she escorted him to the Gudan Park Heights, which you're all familiar with. And she went to the Ezra's Nashim. You know, they're newlyweds. So she wanted to be together with him. He goes to Davin in the Shul. She goes to Dezus Nashim. As you know, Dezus Nashim and Nagud is also based in Madrash. And there were Svarim piled up there. And so she decided she's going to clean up the base Madrash. It's a little bit before and there's time. And she begins to clean up, puts away the Svarim wherever she finds place. I don't know if she knew where to put them or not. And there's a pair of tefillin there. And she takes the pair of tefillin. Somebody left a tefillin there. She puts it on a shelf, very noticeable. No one will have to look far for it. They'll find it right away. And she was very pleased that she cleaned up the Ezra's Nashim. She decided next week she's going earlier in the afternoon and she's going to do it. And she did. And she cleaned up all this farm and the tefillin were still there on the shelf. And the next week, and the next week, it was clear that whoever owned that tefillin was not wearing that tefillin. She decided she's going to put up a sign on the bulletin board in the Agudah. Whoever knows whose tefillin this is, please, this is where it is, call me and I'll let you know. But no one called. A few weeks went by and finally she gets a phone call. The woman says, my husband told me that there was the sign up. And I recognize the name on the tefillin bag. I think it is the son of a family who used to live right near us. They moved to Eretz Yisrael five years ago. It happens to be that I have nothing to do with them, but I have their phone number. Would you like their phone number? And she said, of course. She takes the phone number and she places the phone call. And there's no answer. So she leaves a message, a short message. Please call me back. It's important. I have your son's tefillin. Three minutes later, the phone rings. The woman called back. And the woman who had had the tefillin says to the woman in Eretz Yisrael, you know, here's the story. And she tells her the entire story. How I went to clean it up, and I saw the tefillin, and the tefillin were there, and they were there, and they were there. And finally, she cuts to the chase, and she says, So tell me, is your son looking for his tefillin? And there's silence on the other end of the line. And then she hears muffled crying. And in a tear-choked voice, the woman gathers her composure and she says, My son is unfortunately a boy that went off the derech. He struggled terribly, decided he's not wearing his tefillin. And our relationship grew very strained. We speak, I don't know, about twice a year when he needs something. But it's been very painful and it's been a long journey. And now she's really crying. And she said, today, my son called me.
and he told me, Mommy, I started to think I'm going to some shiurim. Mommy, do you know where my tefillin are? And she said, when he asked me that question, your number came up on the caller ID. So, yes, my son's looking for his tefillin. The boy was Chayzer B'Tshuva. He got his tefillin. And that's the story of Klal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch. We drift. This year, maybe a little more of an excuse. Hashem dealt us a hard hand, a difficult journey. But we have risen and achieved unimaginable things. <laughs>